Hi guys, and welcome to What They Don't Tell You About with me, Grace McGovern. Each week on the podcast, we will uncover myths or ideas, or just quite frankly, what they don't tell you about a certain topic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, this week we are talking about social media with my fav twins, the Colliers, um, George and Loie. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. So George <laughs> and Loie are fashion influencers, would you say? Fashion and travel. Yep. And lifestyle. And, and lifestyle. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, a bit of beauty here and there. A bit of everything. <laughs> a bit of everything. Bit of everything. And yeah. uh, we do DJing as well. Oh yes, you do. <laughs> um, they've got an amalgamation of nearly 60k followers. Um, 59.6 uh, to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you said it's 59.7, but there we go. <laughs> but yeah, and do you guys, are you loving it? Are we loving it? Yes. I mean, cannot complain. Cannot complain at all. We've been doing it for full time three years now. And um, yeah, it's, I honestly do feel so, so privileged. We're traveling, what, every month. We're, you know, getting sent the nicest clothes. We're DJing to crowds. It's, yeah, I I can't complain. I can't complain. You guys had full time jobs before. How long ago was that? So that was three, three and a half years ago, really. And you just thought, well, yeah, we were both in kind of full-time uh, full-time social media roles. Um, and I think that was the time that kind of the rise of the social influencer was coming around mm. and that actually became a thing. And obviously, Jordan, you, you were working with social influencers in your job. Um, and me and Jordan were like, okay, let's do this together. So we started an Instagram page and yeah, we kind of just worked on it on the weekends and after work. Yeah. And it got to a point where we started to make a little bit of money from it. And we were like if we took it our full-time jobs and work at this kind of full-time, this could really be a kind of full-time career. So, so yeah, we started to work really hard. And at the beginning of 2016, was it? 16, yeah. yeah. We were like, right, let's, let's give it a go. Let's, yeah. um, let's do it. And then unfortunately my dad died that year. And I think mm-hmm. that was a massive kick up the ass for us. And we were like, what are we doing? We yeah. want to be doing something that we love every day. Um, so yeah, a couple of months later we quit our full-time jobs and, Six months later, no, a few weeks later, we were lucky enough to secure management. And then from then on, it just kind of went uphill. Because you guys have a unique selling point in that. You're twins. Mm -hmm. You're very good looking girls. um, You do everything together. Not today, not today. No, (laughs) they do look great. But I feel like that also is such a good niche for your Instagram. And that's, I feel like, another reason why you guys did so well so quickly mm-hmm. um and I met you guys when did I meet you guys I think I met you at a house party Loie yeah you met no I feel like I met I can't remember I feel like we were out in an in a night out and you and like we were with all, the, all our friends and you came up to me and we were like oh are you going back to this party or something and I was like oh of yeah of course I did I was like yeah can I come <laughs> no I can't remember but we hit it off straight away didn't we we definitely hit it off straight yeah, away yeah I can't remember <laughs> I can't remember I remember seeing you in a event and I was like to like oh my god who is that girl she's so pretty and obviously he didn't come and say hello to you but I remember Lovey coming back and saying that she'd met you and she was like, oh my God, she's so funny, oh. you've got to meet her. So I can't oh. remember when the next time I... It's like five years ago now. Ages ago. Yeah. yeah. So where we are now. I know. Sitting around your kitchen. Eating strawberries. Yeah, I love it. 
obviously we're talking about social media today and I'm, I mean, I do a little bit of social media myself, mm. but um, one of the myths that I found when I started on social media is how orchestrated photos are. And you see all these photos, say for example, I saw this girl's photo and it's her birthday and she's got like a cake, balloons everywhere, cards, got a makeup on and everything. She's like, happy birthday to me. And it's like, how much time and effort actually goes into these photos? What do you guys think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot. It's crazy how much, yeah, you can spend orchestrating, you know, spending so much time doing a photo when actually, what are you doing it for? You're literally just doing it for the photo, not for the actual yeah. things. I, I have, we have a friend who, um, <laughs> who was going to go to a Halloween party and, well, she didn't actually go to a Halloween party. She, um, spent ages dressing up just for a photo on Instagram. And, um, which is, you know, which is fine because I'm sure all of her followers, you know, loved it and she looked amazing, but it was purely just for the photo as opposed to actually the event itself. I know. But um, I feel like I see a lot of girls on Instagram that completely orchestrate their, their posts, like literally ridiculous. Like it's so obvious, but I don't feel like we're that guilty of that, to be fair. Do you? Orchestrating our photos to, no. to that no. degree. I don't, think so. I don't think so. No, no, no. I think we're quite natural in, or in what we do. I don't think we orchestrate anything too much. No, we've never been like, oh, we need to set up a shop because yeah. it's, you know... We need to set up a whole, like, we need <laughs> the cupcakes out there. <laughs> get the cupcakes, get the picnic. Get, get, get the red velvet. Unless, it. unless it's a paid for post and we've got yeah, a specific theme to adhere yeah. to, like, I don't know, it's summertime. But, then, but, and but, but if we a... do sit, set up a picnic blanket, we will devour the picnic and we'll actually oh, enjoy yeah. it. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. We'll go fully, yeah. I guess Me. to some degree, all photos are set up because sometimes it's you're, you're not naturally going to be walking down the street and just, like, oh, in your course. nice outfit. Yeah. But, I mean... True so much effort and do you know what i do find a lot of the time when people are like come on let's organize some photos i'm so bad at getting stuff together doing it i feel like pure laziness so mm. when i see the effort i actually sometimes applaud them because like good for you for getting great content i just wish i had the mentality i completely agree because mm. there isn't i hardly ever wake up and think oh my god i'm gonna spend two hours looking really pretty setting up an amazing shot just for the gram. Yeah. Like for me, that is not my idea of fun. fulfillment or, or fun. Um, but yeah, like like you said, like congrats to those people who actually wake up and have that inspiration and that oh, like, drive to do that. That's... I guess that's also like a full-time job. I know a couple influencers and they go, but this leads into another one. Like they go on holiday and they're like, I'm not here for a holiday. I'm here for work. Um, and that to me, I, I find baffling in a way that how are you just doing that all day? Like you must really put in a lot of effort to take the photos when you're traveling and blah, blah, blah. I think that's, I think that's kind of like the double-edged sword with our career is that, you know, we get to travel all the time, but when we're, you know, on these holidays, we're there to work. Yeah. So I think there's a, a really fine line in trying to find that balance. But I, th we've noticed when we've done these kind of trips, we see bloggers who, who come out on this you know doing the same thing as us they are up at the crack of dawn and they are spending like the whole day you know taking these photos and yeah me and Loie are you know we don't do it to the same extent I think we try to you know make the most of the surroundings try to enjoy it as well yeah. but then obviously we still know that we need to take the photos but there are other people who are completely like there purely for the yeah I feel work. like 
I feel like we definitely try to take advantage when we're there. Like, me and Jordan are always eating and drinking. We're always socialising. <laughs> like, I think that's like, what we do best, actually. We, do, yeah. we really get involved. Yeah. We get involved. Like, if they put an itinerary together, me and I will be the ones who will be... Do everything. Do everything. And we get on so well with... The, but I also think that everything. that could potentially be because we've come from these full-time roles where we were in, sitting in an office every single day. I feel yeah. like we've massively now appreciate the freedom that we have and the opportunities that we've been given. We're like, oh my God, we would never have been doing yeah. this before. Yeah. Whereas now we're getting these amazing opportunities. It would be silly to spend the whole time just behind the screen. Behind the yeah. screen. So we do try and take, uh, yeah, make the most of it. So um, when you go traveling, for, say, and you're thrusted to be with people that you wouldn't actually normally hang with how do you find that I mean I guess another great thing for you guys is that there's both of you so for me if I go to events and things I think I've learned to be good on my own and mm. to chat and be friendly but it's always better when you have someone there that you know or easier to talk to people so how do you find that when you go traveling because you guys travel a lot mm. um, with your job which is amazing but yeah. do you ever find yourself in situations where you're like clash with someone or I, I think we're, you, you said it right, we're very lucky as we have each other. I don't, I don't ever feel like I've had a problem um, going on a trip with, with other people because, again, it's probably that subconscious thought, like, I do always have Jordan to fall back yeah. on, like, if I really didn't get along with anyone, which has never been the case. Yeah. I know I've, I've still got Jordan there. Yeah. Um, I've done a couple of trips on my own, but I, to be fair, I think I've been really lucky in, well, the trips that we've done because we've always had nice people that we've got along with. Um so that's actually the last of my worries wherever I go. Yeah. But I have been to a few events on my own. And to be fair, events I find daunting, like going on my own. Especially in the up. beginning when you rock yeah. up. Yeah. Oh my God, what if you don't know anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you do get your phone no, out. No, I can send them on my phone. <laughs> hey, yeah, can I get that call? Yeah, sorry, got a call. Like I remember like two fashion weeks ago when Jordan, sorry, two years ago, fashion week when Jordan wasn't here, I had to go to an event and I rocked up and I was just so embarrassed. Like I was literally walked around the event like the whole time like yeah pretending I was on my phone and I was just like such an awkward like and I guess in that respect um being forced to go to these events by yourself is character building it's really good I think it's really good I went to a talk the other day and um I turned up didn't really know anybody and I weirdly went into the middle of the room where like everybody was kind of like congregating just stood there like staring like looking around and anyone want to chat look- yeah anyone wanna- <laughs> yeah, everyone was looking at me like are you alright like you're literally just standing in the middle of the hall like oh looking God, at I don't I know why I did to that. see that yeah no you guys are lucky that you can do that with each other yeah um the other thing I wanted to talk about was paid posts I mean now it's so abundant on um social media and I've had it before where um, I've been offered to do paid posts for, say, like, washing up liquids or things like that. But when the fee is really high, it's sometimes really hard to say no. But then do you sell out? Or how do you guys find that when you get approached by brands with big fees? Do you always make sure you go for brands that you agree with? Or what's your take on it? Um, I think, for me, like, this is where you can distinguish, you know, a really authentic brand that will have longevity if they work with purely brands that they agree with and money isn't an issue. So I think, you know, we've been doing this for three years. I think initially we kind of got a little bit caught up, like, oh, do we work with this brand? Even though we didn't 100% believe in it or would ever wear the products, Mm -hmm. we were like, oh my God, there's, you know, this money's good. So I think we definitely stumbled and and made a couple of mistakes along the way. But I 100% has that. I think we're quite 
regimented now about yeah. who we work with and you know if the money's high the money's high but if it's not something we don't believe if, if we don't believe in it or we wouldn't wear the product as such then I, I, I think it's a no-go yeah I think I think you can see the I think you can see the the, the strongest uh, influences online yeah they wouldn't promote stuff like washing up liquid yeah. yeah I actually think along the way like credits to Jordan she's actually been a lot more regimented with who we work with like sometimes there'll be a brand which isn't that bad but maybe it's not completely on, on brand, brand with us but the money's so high and I'm like okay but we could make it work and Jordan will be like no Loie yeah. actually no like in the long run and to be fair it has been like such a help because yeah. I think it is kind of obvious kind of the brands that we work with now and the kind of brands that we wouldn't work with um, which again I think shows you know, yeah, longevity in, in your brand. Your I I always say, if it's something that you wouldn't go out and buy yourself, then don't don't yeah. don't sort of promote it. You're lucky as well in this respect again that you're twins, so you can bounce it off each other. Sometimes when I get offered stuff and I do, it's not like I can speak to someone about it and be like, we've spoken. And you can it's speak not to us something. about it. No. Deep. No, in the respect that say I get offered something from my management and I feel bad turning it down because I'm like, oh, you've obviously gone out of your way to try and negotiate or whatever. But sometimes you actually don't think like that. It's your brand. It's your brand. You should. Be, you're the one who's most precious over it. So, and don't it's funny. Me. I mean, in the I hate. So I don't know if a lot of people know, but a lot of the time when you put stuff on Instagram stories or a post up, all the captions and everything are filtered. So you have to send over a caption most of the time, and they veto it and see yeah. if your hashtags mm-hmm. correct, if your ads correct. Like that's, that's just what, how yeah. it works now. So. Um, even I, it can tell when it's so unauthentic in a caption. It's like, oh. I love this liquid soap because it's great. <laughs> to my... be, do you know what? When I see captions that are very addy, I, I don't even read. I don't yeah. really read them because it's just like you're. This isn't authentic. This, well, I think know. for me sometimes, which is why I'm scared of doing too many addy poses. When I see ad at the beginning of a at the beginning of a caption already, it already makes me think. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Would so you I actually wear? Yeah. Would yeah. You that, so it makes wearing... me think if you are doing. Addy post, make sure that you are doing organic content as well so people yeah. aren't completely bombarded with ad, ad, ad because it does make you question the authenticity of the post. Yeah. I sometimes take hashtag ad as a blessing though because if I am doing something that I don't completely agree with, <laughs> and I put hashtag, yeah. hashtag ad, I swear yeah. I'm not into it. It's not me. That's um, so funny. But no, I'm. I'm, Hashtag ad, I've just been paid a million pounds to do this. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I think, and I, I, that's why I think, don't, yeah, just don't work with brands that you wouldn't usually wouldn't. work with. I because feel like it's at the just... beginning, it's at the beginning, it's a lot harder to say yeah, no. Yeah, no, you're right. That's 100%. why I think these three years have been a massive I'm just learning curve a for us. Yeah, yeah, have a strawberry. Like, they have been a learning <laughs> curve, and I think yeah, we did make a few mistakes in the first couple of years. We made actually a few very big mistakes um but i think you know that was just the beginning yeah that's just kind of shown us kind of yeah just made us learn and now we know kind of who to work with and who to work with do you guys have any myths about social media that changed when you started doing it Mm, yeah yeah. Yeah. um i never knew when i first started like instagram that it would become the complete addiction that it has become. Oh my gosh. And like, I never knew to the extent to which I would be addicted. Like, meant like it's 
it is an addiction, obviously, social media. Mm. And I've been reading a book at the moment called Offline, um, which is all about the digital manipulation strategies that are employed by these big companies like Google, Facebook, Instagram. And their aim is to keep you on this app and on social media for as long as possible to then resell the information to advertisers. Yeah. And it's literally like, it's oh crazy. my God, it's it's mental. Like, I'll be on the app for like three hours and then be scrolling and be like, what the hell did I come here to do? I'm exactly the same. And, it's so, and I think everyone suffers from it, like doing this. And it's just about bringing it back and being so much more mindful about why you're going on in the first place and kind of setting yourself a bit of a time limit. Yeah. But I never knew yet the extent to which it's kind of taken over my life and my time. Do you have Do you have um, d- digital well-being on your app? Basically, it sets a timer so you can go on it for like, oh, I, I have, have the Google That's phone. Google. Do you use I have that. So on, it, the iPhone. On, on iPhone now, they have like a screen monitoring. So I yeah. set it to like even though it's ludicrous, three hours of what's of Instagram a day. But yeah. you'd be surprised. I go over it. Do and instead it. of oh. and instead of just being like, oh, do you know what? Three hours done now. I'll just be like, ignore. I've ignored it so many times. Like, I set mine to one hour. In place? Yeah. I set mine to one hour. But it's really good because it just makes you aware. Like, oh my God, you've actually been on the platform for like an hour. So then Wait, I what? think it just makes you more conscious. So what is it on iPhone? Because I need to get it. It's like your... Av- I mean, it actually makes me sick looking at it. It says your average weekly report. Oh my tells God. I don't even want to see that. And it's like, I, I can't I can't even say it on the podcast because it will make... I bet mine, I bet mine's on par or even worse. What is yours? yours? Like, what is yours? No, I can't. I can't. I'll tell you. I'll tell you Come on, they don't tell you. Tell, tell them. They don't tell okay, you. recently one of them was seven hours. Oh, mine's so been eight. Mine's like mine's seven, been like over eight. Seven okay, hours. look, I'm pulling mine up. I'm pulling mine up. But don't. This is like a lot of people doing what we do will definitely be over that time. Okay, that time. so my screen time on Monday was five hours nine minutes. Sunday three hours forty one. Saturday all three hours going down. Then six. Yeah. Six. I used to be before the monastery. I used to do like eight nine hours. So Eight for hours. those of you who don't know, Jaws did a silent retreat yes. um, this New Year's at a monastery in Thailand. Yes, a 10-day, a yes, I did a 10-day Vipassana silent retreat. Um, if you haven't checked out my blog post, check it out. But yeah, I, I literally one of the reasons why I wanted to do it, I felt like I was in a bit of a lull period. Um, I again wanted to have a digital detox and um, honestly it was the best digital detox, best 10 days Ever, I yeah, I came out feeling absolutely incredible, and I really recommend it to anybody who feels a little bit lost or a little bit like they don't know where they're going or what they're doing. <clears throat> but I think the first step you need to take is take a step away from your phone first because you won't realise mm. you know this sort of feeling unless you literally strip everything away. So first step is actually to start a bit of meditation by yourself, and then uh, if you feel that you want to do a retreat like I did, which was absolutely literally life changing, then. Um, yeah, come and talk to me and look on colleagueswins.com. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ad. Hashtag ad. Hashtag Hashtag ad. Get the content. Um, <laughs> Get um, the content. But no, I, I completely agree with that. And But a lot of the time, so <clears throat> some days I'm not working and I'm not do like I'm not sh- shooting or whatever. So there are days when I'm like just aimlessly scrolling. And yeah. those are actually the days where I feel the lowest. Oh, oh my God, 100. But there's a direct correlation between um, unhappiness and depression with the, with social media. Yeah. So the more you use social media, the more depressed yeah. you're going to be, basically. And I notice that as well. Like days when I spend so much time on social media, I feel shit. I feel, I feel, I feel like shit. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, you feel like you've wasted a day. Yeah. And it's so easy to get just so caught up in it. So well, It's a form of escapism. All of these routes are all forms of escapism. Mm. So you're not literally... 
literally sitting and being with yourself. It's like, if you feel shit, let's distract yourself, let's go on social. So of course there's a massively direct correlation. And people always ask me, oh, what do people, uh, I forgot what I was going to say, you know. Too busy thinking about the gram, eh? Yeah, no. the gram. Um, no, definitely. I spend so much time um, <clears throat> on my phone and that, that just makes me feel so bad at the moment. I feel like also anxiety and social media... What do you guys think about looking at other people's Instagrams as a perception of how your life should be based on other people's posts? What do what are your thoughts on that? Do you, I, I honestly believe that this is like this is very dependent on the individual. If you are very comfortable in your own skin anyway, and you're looking just because you're nosy, or it, sometimes it can be uplifting. Like I can look at other people's profiles and it gives me inspiration. I'm like, wow, yeah. that person looks amazing. So if I'm feeling good in myself and I see that, then that's a good thing. But 90% of the people who go on the gram and are constantly scrolling and stuff, they don't. They feel shit. Yeah. So they're looking at these things and thinking, that's what I want. I want this. And then they're thinking, fuck, oh, that's not me. I'm, I'm never going to get to that. So it's it's kind of how you feel within yourself, I guess. So, so mm. I do think, yeah, obviously there's you go on these and there's the perfect you know body image and the perfect kind of girl is portrayed so it is it, it can it can be hard you instantly start comparing yourself to, to these kind of people and yeah. it's it's actually a fake portrayal of what reality is um obviously with apps like facetune and photoshop oh and, God, and things yeah. like that which is which are used by like literally everyone and then there's these young girls going on the platform and thinking that's how they should look when it's actually not so yeah, it can be dangerous. It can be a very dangerous space, I think. Um, especially for young, kind of vulnerable girls, I think. But for its negatives, there's also the, the, the positives in the sense that, like, yeah. the idea of, you know, the beauty, and not the beauty industry, but, like, even, like, girls' figures now. Like, yeah. people are looking, you know, people think that curvy figures and, like, yeah. big bums are more attractive, more you know? It's, yeah, 100%. Been, yeah. So, so I think, yeah, it does have its positives, but obviously it also has its negatives. And no, it just I'm needs to be used. Definitely in the right guilty way. of looking at other people's profiles, especially when I'm not working. Do you know mm. what? Days when I'm not working, I just hate. Yeah. So days when I'm not working, I'll look at other people's Instagram and be like, well, they're working. Why are they working? What am I doing? Really? Why am I sat on my phone? Um, how can I <clears> compare? How can I better myself? Mm. And I actually spoke to Tori, who is in one of the podcasts, um, yesterday, and she told me that, she actually told me a really invaluable piece of advice being like you your purpose on this life is nothing so why do you care so much about other people like if you did nothing every single day like it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to anyone but yourself so you're only basing it on other people yeah um and to me i found that really interesting because i'm like well yeah what i'm doing today or like what i'm training for may be different to someone else's but it doesn't like no one actually it doesn't matter no yeah. one cares as Only much as you think you, you do do you know what I find is that like everybody doing jobs that we do in social media right now and there's the whole influencer thing everyone is like this is not enough everyone wants more they yeah. always want more like they're never satisfied like everyone else could be like you are doing so much but to you you're not you're like yeah. there's always something else I want to do or something else I want to achieve there's, there's never there's never like a stop point and I think yeah it's just like we're not satisfied with what we're doing it always has to be more and more and I think that's life for more. Yeah, I think yeah. that's life in general I think like, there's a quote that says something like um, life happens when you're busy making other plans like that's always yeah. true I like don't... this is life right now but we're constantly thinking oh I'll, I'll, I'll like this when I get to th- when I get that promotion or you know I'll I be th- happy when I go on this holiday but this is life now and this is why you've just got to but I only think this is this is mainly prevalent in western societies not oh, yeah. in other like, 100% yeah in this kind of western culture and 
and cities and, and stuff like that. I think if you go to somewhere like Hawaii on a beach and stuff, and yeah. people there like making the juices and surfing, they're absolutely yeah. happy yeah. with that. They're not striving to you know, for, for anything else. So I think, yeah, I think it's majorly prevalent in, in Western society. Well, isn't there like a direct link between like likes and dopamine? So when you get mm-hmm. a like on Instagram, your body releases a chemical called dopamine and I'm not even going to attempt to like tell you about the chemicals, but it makes you happy. So yeah, it's a quick like, fix. It's a quick, quick fix. These, yeah. are the, these are the mind hacks that they're talking about. So each time you get a like, it's like a, a dopamine hit, and you're constantly craving more dopamine hits, more yeah. dopamine. But through social media, this is it's not the best way to get it. It's things okay. like exercise when you're releasing endorphins, and then you're getting like yeah. good kind of yeah good dopamine hits. <laughs> but for all the bad social media has, it has some great, great things in itself and the fact that you get to meet so many cool people mm. go you do get to go on amazing holidays yes um and i think in that sense it's brought people closer together than they ever would be mm. so i wouldn't be going to like events and going to see people i wouldn't necessarily see or talk to yeah. or be involved <clears throat> in other people's lives I, yeah i feel like we've actually met so many people online but i guess the the level of the relationship is probably very superficial because yeah. you know them from their online world. You don't mm. really probably sit down and have like DMCs with these people. Yeah. But in one way, yeah, it brings you close together. But in the in the other sense, it completely disconnects you. Yeah, from people. But um, but yeah, social media. Hey, it's uh, constantly changing and you know, fucking with our minds. <laughs> Any other last points? Um, I think, yeah, one thing that they don't tell you is that I, I know a lot of people are trying to be like social media influencers nowadays and stuff, but actually building a brand and building a, a, a respected presence on social media takes a hell of a long time oh. and it's not, you don't get quick wins. If you want an organic audience that really respect and, and like you, you need to work hard and for a long time. It's not going to come in a week or two weeks or two months or not even a year for us. It's yeah nowhere near where we'd have wanted it to be by now, but it takes its time and it will yeah. take its time. So you have to be persistent and push through. Yeah, and push through. So there's no, I don't think there's any quick wins if you really want to want to build a brand on social media. I I definitely get that. I'm I always go through these stages where I'm like, do you know what? I just can't be bothered for Instagram and oh, really? um, goes up and down. And then I speak to people and they're like, come on, use it more. It's a great platform and it is it is a great platform when you utilize it well. But when you're in a bit of a rut with it, it can yeah it it, ta- it does take time and to like put these photos together work with brands choose which mm-hmm. brands are going to work for it doesn't just fall in your lap and also the risk of people buying followers now oh i know and all of yeah. that is just like i think it's easy to get caught in a rut as well because the instagram algorithm is fucked yeah. like nobody knows how it works properly everyone's always trying to scramble to understand how do i get my content seen by more people and you know you'll go for a week where you're con- when you get literally like no engagement and it it makes you feel shit oh and it, it makes do, you feel terrible it? i mean and we send each other messages yeah. being like, like oh my god my post, rubbish. my post is doing badly yeah. Yeah. i mean and it's great that I can talk to you about it and things yeah. like that, but it's so mad how those things can really bog you down. Yeah, and you shouldn't because a lot of the time it's not a reflection on how good the post is. It is basically how the Instagram algorithm works. Yeah. And I think that is really I know I'm pretty. <laughs> oh my God, do you just... Well, this is what I always say to you, Loey. I would always say that to you, like, stop thinking it's something too bad with our photo. It's an algorithm. And you're like, no, it's not. It's a, so you would really, like, yeah, mm. get down. To be fair, yeah, though, yeah. In, I, I was saying this the other day to someone in especially in what we do and it's solely based on how you look because a lot of people don't know you who follow you personally so a lot of it and the more you can present yourself as a human being with like different aspects and videos and that it helps but when you're solely based on pictures and stuff it's hard not to blame yourself 
if something if you get bad engagement you're like well what's wrong with me why why am I you can take it personally can't you so it does take time to like build those photos make them like you really have to take those hits Mm. to get to that good bit and I I, no wonder people buy followers they're just like Mm. want the constant satisfaction to other people that they're doing well yeah do you think you showcase your personality a lot on your Instagram or not really not enough? I don't think I do enough I mean I think if it was more per- more personal bull I'd like to do more like video and stuff but hence why I'm doing a podcast for me I'm just like I suppose it's your modelling platform as well yeah isn't it is there yeah. a sense of like professionalism that you need to maintain not even professionalism more that I guess it's just being a bit cringe like I don't I, do, I think I need to break down the barrier in which I don't I don't want to be cringy mm. yeah I've, I feel like I've always had that as well like, yeah I, I don't want to sh- everyone's like you've got to show more of your personality online and I'm like yes to an extent but then you can there's that fine line isn't there of going like being too cheesy like even I think some of our IGTV videos I'm like I'm cringing I'm like no, oh I my love, god I love your IGTV it's funny like from the outsider's like perspective well I, I think I don't think it's too cringe because we are actually just taking the piss out of ourselves yeah. like dancing around yeah. Like, yeah. in a stupid way but a lot of people were doing it seriously and I think that would be crazy. I feel like these crazy. videos are the first times we've actually, actually had some like negative comments like oh my god this is embarrassing really? we've had like yes. this is embarrassing or, or like to be fair we've, we, that's one of the ones where we've got loads of views you always yeah, yeah. get the negative yeah. Nancy's among oh yeah and then I went to try and look at the person's profile they deleted it so oh, yeah, yeah there's, there's, much, there's a lot you're always going to get the trolls do you ever yeah. get bogged down by people writing negative comments no I, I, I don't read comments that much if I'm honest I don't think so I, don't, I think we're really lucky with our audience and we don't yeah. we hardly ever get negative comments yeah. and when we do just either ignore them or actually I always want Send to jokes I always back. want to respond in a like a really jokes way and then I'm like to be fair that's just going to fuel their yeah. ammunition yeah. and I reckon more people and, will like yeah, join more messages because yeah. they know you're replying yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think if I've ever I'm sure I've had some negative ones I feel like mine have probably bogged me down to a degree but then you kind of grow a thick skin depending on how long you've yeah. got I mean everyone gets negative comments on Instagram yeah. it's just yeah. like and then you've, you've just got to think like who are those people that are sending those comments they're like, they, yeah. they're, you know, they're, they're wasting their life yeah. they're like behind a screen comments. like you actually feel sorry for them I did read a quote today God, I'm like reading quotes left right and centre <laughs> it's like I've never met a hater doing better than you and I feel like with Ooh, right, yeah. I feel oh like my with God, comments, so um, when you look at their profile, I mean, it's no reflection that they might not be doing well. But why is someone hating on you when you don't? That's know? That's so true. Have you ever 100%. seen someone so successful, like you know, like berating shit, someone yeah. else? Never. Um, but yeah, interesting. That's a good one, actually. Yeah. I know. I remember that. Well, guys, I think we're getting oh. to the end of our podcast. Wow, it's been absolutely riveting talking to you. Yeah, it's so been a pleasure. So Senorita. happy you guys having me, having me, having <laughs> you guys on my podcast. Yeah. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed being on it. Yeah, yeah we, we loved did. it. it was great. Thank you for the strawberries too. Can we do yes. it again one time? Yeah, we'll um, do more topics. Maybe what they don't tell you about. Um, Eating strawberries. Oh, yeah. Eating strawberries in front one. of Grace McGovern. Yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> um, right. Well, thanks everyone right, for look. listening. Um, right. And thanks to the Collier twins for... Um, <laughs> they're just talking in the background. Loads <laughs> 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 um, of... She's trying to do an outro and John's going, all right, guys, see you later. <laughs> um, and thanks to Collier's for being amazing and being on the podcast and get ready for next week's ep thanks guys bye Bye. this outro has actually taken me a very long time to do i think this is my sixth time anyway let's try again so i've created an email called what they don't tell you pod at gmail.com i know it's long 
but everything else is taken and I would love, love, love to hear any feedback or just anything regarding what we've spoken about in the podcast. I'd love to know what you think. Um, And if you'd like to like, subscribe, I don't know what else, comment down below. God, that sounds YouTube-y. I'm one of those now. But please, please, please email us. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, And yeah, have a lovely day.